I am mindful that we have a lot of liturgy today and also that my last three sermons have been about 18 to 23 minutes. So, five minutes, I promise. So, that, you start your clocks, I saw that. Uh, so, because of all this material, naturally my focus has to be very, very narrow. And so what I want to take as the sort of uh, the, the germ around which my thoughts are revolving is the transition from the palms to the passion. We do both liturgically on this day. Prior to the Book of Alternative Services coming out, it was just Palm Sunday. And then there was the sense amongst the liturgical framers that um, a lot of people would even skip Good Friday, so they would just come on Sunday, and they would only come for the yay Palm Sunday, and then yay Easter, and they'd miss the whole important bit in between. So they made sure that we get the sort of whole trajectory of Holy Week in today's service, which means we have a very, very long gospel reading, which I'm going to do during communion. Um, but the, by putting these two themes together, I think it's actually more faithful to the, the, the core proclamation of the story, which is that there is a celebration as Jesus enters in triumph, and there's a sense of expectation and a, and a recognition amongst many people that he was a Messiah that was coming in fulfillment of some kind of prophecy, um, but then there's this turn to the whole journey to Golgotha that comes as a surprise and a shock and a disappointment to all those same followers. So depending on how you read the story, you can take it as the crowds that welcome him and then the crowds turn on him or different groups of people, different crowds that are welcoming him and then uh, are naive in what their expectations are and the other crowds are the ones that turn on him and so on. But liturgically, we are sort of emotionally moving from this act of celebration and procession where it's, it's yay and hooray and Jesus is coming and the salvation of, the, of humanity is here and then, well, wait a minute, that's not what we were expecting. And it's that emotional turn which is the subject of my thoughts this morning. Because it seems to me, and, and I'll, I'll, again, I need to do a little bit more of a preface there, that I, I would argue that the main purpose of the sacred scriptures is to give us a roadmap to the spiritual journey. It's a, it's a roadmap. Yes, there's history in it. There's mythology in it. There's uh, teachings. There's mora, moral teachings in it. There's all kinds of things. The scripture is a big, complex collection of writings and reflections. But I would, I would argue that the, the primary value to us as the, as the sacred community that follows Jesus is that it provides this roadmap where we are, where we're going. Can we see ourselves on the map that this story lays out for us? And that turn from the palm to the passion is part of the spiritual journey. It is a necessary, essential, inevitable part of our progression as we follow Jesus in faith. Every single one of us, if we are faithful, um, will start at a certain place. I would, I would wish the honeymoon period of faith for everyone. And I certainly had one myself. There was a moment when I was feeling very intimate with God and God was talking to me and I was talking to God and everything was flowers and rainbows and unicorns and it was wonderful. 
Um, much like the beginning of our courtship. There was a flower, rainbow, and unicorn uh, uh, um, moment in our romantic relationship as well as a family. But like with as, as family relationships develop, the honeymoon ends, and so it does in faith as well. There's a, there's a honeymoon period in faith, and then it moves into the process of following. And the end of that honeymoon is that turn we all come to faith because we are asking God to give us something. I am in need. I am afraid, and so I pray. I am hurting. I am ill, so I want God to come to me and, and heal my illness or make me feel better or, or, or solve my existential crisis or whatever it is. But the beginning of faith is usually where we come to God looking for God to, to save us, to solve some problem or calamity that, that we are in. And that's the beginning. And usually, God does. God blesses us. God answers our prayers. And so the honeymoon phase begins, where we pray to God, God answers our prayers. And inevitably, as we mature in faith, those, uh, that process changes so that we're not getting as often or as obvious answers to our prayers, but we are getting more and more struggle as we find that there are uh, difficulties in our desire to follow Jesus. Usually, the difficulties are in here. I am not the person that I thought I was. I am not the, the, I'm not the way that I wish I could be. And so the problems that I'm encountering in my journey usually come from the inside. So the journey turns to one of self-transformation, of dying to the old self and allowing God to let the new self rise. So that turn from palm to passion is the inevitable movement from that, that place where you say, God, save me or save us as a community. And God says, I will, but it's not going to look like what you think. And that's true of each of us. So as we go through our journey and we feel like we are carrying our cross and it's dry as a bone and it's the wilderness and it's the desert and so forth, and we say, God, I thought we were in this for the blessings and I haven't seen a lot of blessings lately. Um, the, the words of this scripture give us comfort because that is according to the plan. We don't understand what God is doing. We're not going to. The disciples, from the perspective of today's reading, haven't gotten to the resurrection yet. They don't know that's coming. They have no concepts by which to even understand it if God told them. If God told them, well, this is what's going to happen, they go, well, what good is that? We don't get it. They don't even have the framework yet to understand what God was up to. And, you know, uh, so as it is with our spiritual journey, when we are in those valleys, in that desert period, in that following Christ and carrying our cross and in the process of dying, as we all have to do if we are to grow spiritually, we don't even have the concepts to know what God is bringing into being. All we have is trust. And so we trust that whatever this is, I don't like it, but I trust that you're up to something that is to everyone's good, mine included. So for me, that is this moment at the beginning of Holy Week, as we enter into that story and we connect it to our own story. So there are times in our life that are like what Jesus is going through, like what the disciples are going through, that loss of hope and all the rest of it. Um, that is there to reassure us that God knows what God is doing and that what you're going through is nothing that other Christians haven't gone through as well. 
So we are in this together. This is a normal part of the process, and we just have to keep stepping forward in faith and trust that God will bring new life out of our present emptiness and that that new life will be greater than we can ask or imagine. In the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit, amen.